Hi, and welcome to the Becca's Teacherpreneur Academy podcast. This podcast is a place for teacherpreneurs to come and get insight, ideas, inspiration, and lots of practical advice. My name is Becca, and my goal is to make your life a little bit easier by taking some of the stress out of being a teacherpreneur. So we have very specific practical advice that you can take and implement today to start seeing more results in your business. So if you're interested in that, then grab a cup of coffee and let's get to it. Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. Welcome to the first video post vlogmas. It's a little bit sad. So today we're gonna to talk about three things that you really need to keep in mind while you are setting goals. So right now we are in that like no man's land in between Christmas and New Year's and it's one of my favorite times of year because first of all, I'm a teacher, so I'm on break. And secondly, because it is when I get into like goal setting gear. I love these few days to really sit through and think about how the year has gone, how I want next year to go, and just really like map out things and see how things are gonna go. So we're gonna have a lot of goal setting videos here on the YouTube channel. I will tell you what they are so that you can be excited about them. So we're going to be doing, um, how to set your goals. Hey, we're going to do a 2020 in review, which is super, super, super important. It is one of the biggest things that you need to do before you set your goals. So that'll be out soon. Actually, I think I'm going to film this right when this is over. And then we're also going to talk about like how to actually get your goals to happen. <laughs> so like, what do you do once you set your goals and you're like, okay, now what? And to actually make them happen. So I'm really excited. Today, we're going to talk about three different things that you need to keep in mind while you're setting your goals. So it's going to be super chill. I'm just like here in my sweatshirt. Um, honestly, I was like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to take a shower and do all these things. And then none of that happened um, because again, it's break. So yesterday I didn't never got out of my pajamas. This morning it was everything I could do to get out of my pajamas. And the only reason I did was because I had podcast interviews and I was like, I should at least put something clean on. <laughs> so I'm just here with my coffee and we're going to chat. These are three things that I really want you to keep in mind. So that's why I did this first because they help you actually to hit your goals and to do well and just all those things. So just three, really easy, really simple. And then I'm going to film the next video. And then maybe tomorrow I'll actually like do my makeup and film a better one. So three things really simple. Your first thing that you need to keep in mind while you are setting your goals is that your goals should be realistic, but they should also be fun. I hear people go on and on and on and on and on and on about smart goals. And I have a bit of an issue with them. If you have seen some of my other videos, I've told you that I don't like smart goals which is mostly true. Um, the reason I don't like SMART goals is because I feel like they kind of encourage you to think small. Because if you don't know what SMART goals, I don't even know what SMART goals are. They're, um, it's an acronym. It stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Based. So it's, a, it's an acronym and it's to help you come up with goals. The reason I don't like it is because, again, I feel like it just really encourages you to think small with that, like, attainable and actionable and just all those. That's not one. I have a hard time with it, especially for long-term goals. So when you are setting your goals and you are trying to think of, like, what you want to accomplish, I will always encourage you to think long-term first. So what do you want to do in five years? Where do you want your life to be in 10 years? You know, what do you want things to look like? And then kind of bring that into like, what can I do this year to make that happen? If you are being really focused on things that are specific and 
measurable and attainable it kind of encourages you to play small I didn't like that um, because your goals, yes, they need to be realistic. Yes, you need to be able to actually achieve them in a year, but they should also be fun and exciting because if they're not exciting, you're not going to want to do them. I have people ask me all the time about motivation and how I stay motivated and how I get things done. And I'm like, I have really big goals that I'm working towards and they're exciting and they're fun and I want to work towards them. Even um, I was drafting out my ideas for what I'm going to want to do next year in 2021. And as I was writing them, I was like getting excited and I was like, oh, I should go work on this product and I should go do this and that because I already want to make them happen because I'm so excited about checking all those things off my list. So as you're making your goals, you want it to be attainable. You want it to be realistic. You want it to be something you can actually achieve in a year because otherwise it's going to be kind of silly, but really focus on making them exciting because you want them to be fun. The other thing about your goals is that if you um, really focus on your attainable goals, then it can be again, boring, but also it can encourage you to play small. So what I would suggest instead of that to make sure that you are making something that's more exciting is to do two goals. So if you're doing like a revenue goal and you want to make this much money, then I would say make an attainable goal for how much money you want to make and then make like a stretch goal. So this is something I do with my shop so that I'm a little more interested. I have my like, this is how much I want to make. And then I'm like, but it would be really cool if I could make this much money. And so that's kind of how I have mine. I have my eye on that like more attainable target, but really and truly I want it to be that bigger number that's more exciting because that's just a lot more fun. Another way that you could make your goals more exciting and more fun is to try something new that maybe you've never tried before. So maybe you start a YouTube channel, maybe you um, get on a different social media, maybe you try a different product line. Those kind of things can make it more fun. Um, and then the other thing that can make it more fun is having a reward at the end. So like when you get to the number, the, the magic number that you wanna hit, what are you going to do? And if you're setting a normal goal and a stretch goal, then I would suggest having two. So like if I hit my attainable goal, this is what we're going to do. But if I hit my stretch goal, then we get this. So obviously this would be very personal to you. It could be like buying yourself a present. It could be going on a vacation. You know, if we ever get to travel again, you know, it could just be all sorts of different things, but really think through rewards. This is one thing I have the hardest time with because I'm a new year gram one. So for me, like the reward is the thing. Like I, I love a good sense of accomplishment and finishing something and achieving something. So like, I don't feel like I need to celebrate, but I found that when I do celebrate, it just makes it that much more special, especially if you like buy yourself a present. Cause then every time you use it, you think about it. So like I, Oh, I should have worn them today. I got earrings. Um, I got some really pretty earrings for when I hit my revenue goal this year. And so now every time I wear them, I'm like, it reminds me of that goal that I crushed and it's just really exciting. So that's the way that you can make things really exciting, especially setting goals and rewards for things if you don't know if you can hit them because it makes it even more fun. So number one, your goals should be realistic, but they should also be fun and exciting. If they're not exciting, you will not want to do them. So don't play small. Don't do what you think you can do. Go a little over that so that it makes it more fun. 
All right, number two is that your goals and projects should all have a purpose. What I mean is, first of all, what are they helping? So what projects you're helping? So I have this YouTube channel and I want to expand this YouTube channel and I want it to get bigger. So with every video, I think through how is this video getting me closer to my goal? So I'll just go ahead and tell you for 2021, I would like to hit 10,000 subscribers. Seems like a lot to me, but we will see if it happens. Um, it is a bit of a stretch goal because it is more than I'm currently like gaining each month but it's something I'm really excited about and something that I really want to work towards. So every time I make a video, I think, okay, how is this video helping me get towards that goal? So when I break down my goal into my projects and like the actual things that you're doing, I have to think through that. So I need to have videos that people can find and search so that they find me. I need to, you know, be able to be found on Instagram so that people can find me on Instagram and then come to my YouTube channel and things like that. So like as I'm working towards what I'm doing, I'm thinking what is the bigger picture goal? Like why am I doing this and how is it helping with the ultimate outcome? And then even with my YouTube channel, yes, my ultimate goal is that y'all do really, really well. My, um, Number one thing is that if you can make more money faster than I did on Teachers Pay Teachers, then like I am doing my job. But in that, I also want to make money for myself because this is a crap ton of work. And so I do that both by ads from people watching and I also do that from my courses and my books that I sell. So as I'm going through that, I, you know, I have how are each how is each video helping to get to my subscriber count but then my subscriber count isn't just subscribers like i'm not sitting here like oh i need this many people to watch my videos no i have the subscriber count that i want to hit because i then want to be able to sell more courses and sell more books and i want to make more money on ads which is kind of the nice thing about youtube is that even if i'm not selling you anything i can still make money from the ads so all of those things are kind of helping the higher purpose so as you are making your goals and also your projects, just things you're going to do next year, think through how is this helping the big picture? Like how is this one blog post going to help that? Or how is starting a blog going to help the bottom line, the big picture? Like what is this going to do for my business total? So you might not have a YouTube channel, but you might have this somewhere else. Like you might want to have a bigger email list. The point of having a bigger email list is that then you have more people that you can send to your blog and send to your YouTube and send to your products so that you can make more money. It's not just so that you can have more people on your email list. Like there is a reason for that. So as you're thinking through your goals, think through how are they going to fit into the big picture of your business? Or even if you don't have a business, how are they fitting into the big picture of your life? The other thing is that not just that, but also why? So you want, what are they helping? Why are they helping? Why are you doing them? But you want to also think about why you want that in the first place. So we're, I'm talking mostly to teachers, pay teacher sellers. If you're not a teachers, pay teacher seller. Hi, I'm Becca. I, um, I sell music teacher resources on a website called teachers, pay teachers, and I help other people. It's kind of like an Etsy anyway. Um, and I help other people to sell on theirs. It's kind of like Etsy, but for teachers and it's all digital. There's my elevator pitch. Um, so I'm talking mostly to business owners. And so your goals are probably going to have a lot of financial reasons. Like even I just said, like I do YouTube, 
but and yes i want to help people but really and truly the ultimate goal is that i want to make some money which i know like you're not supposed to say that because you're like not supposed to want to make money but you know whatever um so as i am making my goals i'm thinking through not just like oh i want to hit this number but i want to hit this number for a reason so like i have monetary goals that i want to hit next year i already told you i have like a goal i don't have a stretch goal that i want to hit and they're not just so that i can like have money in the bank i have big goals that i want to hit i have you know bills that i want to pay off so that we have less monthly expenses and i want to hire someone to come clean my house because I am a big picture thinker and not a detail oriented person, which means I'm not good at like cleaning baseboards and like dusting and like wiping down picture frames. Like I'm very good at like vacuum laundry dishes, but the like more in depth things I'm not good at. So like I want to be able to hire someone who can do that better and also free up some of my time that I can then invest into my business or just into my life and you know, spend time with my husband. Those things are important too. <laughs> so like I want to make more money because I want to be able to hire someone to help me out so that I can then do more things. I also need to start saving for a car because my car is going to be 14 years old this year and it's still running and it's still fine, but that's just making me a little nervous because uh, it's just been a while. And so I'm already thinking like, okay, at some point I'm probably going to have to get a new car. So I would like to have the funds available when that happens. So as you're making your goals, don't just say like, oh, I want this random amount of money. Think through like, what do I want my life to look like? And then why are these goals helping my life? The same thing could be for non-monetary things. So if you want to lose weight, great. Why? Like, how is that going to make your life better? What do you want to accomplish out of losing weight? Or if you want to, um, work on something teacher related, then how is this skill that you're going to learn going to make your life better or make your teaching better or things like that? All of your goals should have like a big picture reason for why you want them. So as you're making your goals and thinking through your projects and things that you're doing, by the way, I say goals as like big things you want to do and hit. So I think of like subscriber count, email list people, money you want to hit, and then projects. I'm thinking more of like things you're actually doing. Anyway, um, so all of your goals and projects should have a purpose for what are they helping and then why do you want that thing? These are going to help you to have a lot more motivation as time goes by because you're not just thinking like, oh, I want to make this money. You're thinking... One day, someone else is gonna clean the baseboards and I won't have to do it. <laughs> or you're thinking, you know, oh, one day I'm gonna have a car that's gonna be like nice and clean and new and I'm not gonna be slightly worried that it's not gonna work when I crank it up. Um, so those are like the things that you really wanna think through as you're making your goals list. So number one is your goals need to be realistic, but also fun. And number two is your goals and projects all need to have a purpose. Number three is the last one, and this is a big one. This is something I have preached and preached and preached. I said this actually in my goal setting videos from last year, which I will link below, but that is, things are going to change. Right now we are sitting, so I'm filming this December of 2020. I do not know what 2021 is gonna look like. And right now that's really obvious and apparent because of the current situation, but it's always the case. So if you're, if you're watching this in the future, first of all, 
I hope things have chilled out. Secondly, it's always the case. I said this last year because in 2019, I wrote a book and I wasn't planning on writing a book. It was not something that I said I was going to do. It just was something that came to me and I decided I wanted to do it and I did it. That book finally got published this year, which is super exciting. And the thing I'm most proud of, by the way, um, but it's just another reason to show you like you don't know what's going to happen. Last year in 2020, none of us knew any of that was going to happen. I never in a million years would have thought that in March the whole world was going to shut down and we were going to be teaching from our houses. And I really didn't think that in December I was still going to be teaching from my office at my house. It is crazy that this has all happened but it has shown us that you really don't know what's gonna happen. So as you're setting your goals, this is actually the reason I wanna make this video. As you're setting your goals, remember that you want to have a plan, you wanna have things that you're working towards, but you don't know what's going to happen. So how I strategically come through and like kind of help that out is that I make out my goals and then I split them up into quarters. So some of these things, like if you have, you know, I want to make this many products. So if you say, I want to make a hundred products, projects, products in 2021, then split that up into quarters. So maybe you make 25 products each quarter. So you can split it up that way. And then for bigger projects, you can split them up into quarters as well. So for example, this year I'm going to be working on my TPT course um, that I launched last year, which was Level Up Your Teacher Business. There's some modules that I would like to add to it. Um, so like, it's still really good on its own, but there's just some stuff I would like to add as I've, you know, had more time to think about it and talk to people who have been in it and just kind of see like where they are and what's been helpful and stuff. So there's some stuff I want to add to it, which by the way means that you should go buy it now because it's probably going to be a little more expensive once I add more things into it um, because it will be more content and more of a change for you. But, um, but that is something I don't need to worry about now. So that's going to be like a quarter two thing. So I don't need to worry about it right now. I can just schedule it for quarter two. Another thing I want to do is I made a lesson plan book um, for virtual music teachers and I want it to be a physical book. So I want to get it on Amazon so it's published so that people can order it and like hold it physically in their hands because your girl loves something I can hold in my hands. I do not like ebooks. I don't like any, you know, I am like a paper and planner person. And so I like holding a book in my hand. So I want to get that published physically. That is something I want to do ASAP because I really hope people will not still need that in quarter three um, because it's for people who are teaching virtually. And so that is something that I want to get out like now. So that's in my quarter one projects list. And then in my quarter two project list is like fix up my um, course and then relaunch it after it is updated a little bit. So as you are planning your year, think through how are things going to be different? Remember that things are going to be different and then schedule things out by the different quarters so that you have more flexibility. The other thing I do is I am really going to plan out quarter one. So I will think through what blog posts I'm going to write, what products I'm going to make, um, what I want to talk about on Instagram and on YouTube and just all of those things. Like I'm really going to focus on planning out the next three months, but I'm not going to focus on planning out the whole year because I don't know what's going to happen in December 
So even though I already have a couple of things like, oh, I would like to do, you know, this project in December or in the quarter four, I don't have it, you know, like set in stone. These are the blog posts I'm writing. These are the things I'm doing. I do plan out quarter one really, really well. And then when we get to March, I will plan out quarter two really, really well because I'll have a better idea of what is happening. So I hope that was helpful. Um, just three, uh, this was supposed to be quick, but I've been talking for 20 minutes. Um, three quick things that you should remember as you're setting your goals to help you to set really good goals and do really well as you're planning out your year. So once again, that is your goals should be realistic, but also fun. Um, your goals and projects all need to have a purpose. And number three is things are going to change and you don't know how they're going to end. So those are the three things to keep in mind. We're going to have a lot more um, content about goals, goal setting, all that kind of stuff. I think I'm going to sit here and um, do my 2020 review right now and like um, talk through the things that you should review in your life and business to make sure that next year is awesome because if you want to set the best goals, you need to know where you are and what works so that you know what to do next year. So thank you guys so much for watching. Let me know in the comments what you would add to things that you would tell people about setting their goals and any other goal related content you would like to see because there's stuff coming out. So thanks so much for watching and I will see you next time. Bye. That was weird. Bye. <laughs>